Sponsorship for this KQED live audio stream comes from Brevo, a customer relationship management platform that can help engage with clients across email, SMS, WhatsApp, and more. For more information, visit brevo.com. That's brevo.com. Welcome back to Listen In for KQED Arts. I'm Max Savage Levinson. On this episode of the podcast, I'll be talking to San Francisco's own Bob Mould. Hi, I'm Bob Mould. Of legendary bands Husker Du and Sugar. Over the years, Mould has also released a ton of solo albums, including Patch the Sky, which came out in March. Recently, Mould stopped by KQED Studios to walk us through the many inspirations and intentions behind the album's opening track, Voices in my head. The entirety of the record was written, you know, here in San Francisco, where I've been living for the last six and a half years. All but one song was written in a, uh, a pocket of time, the first six months of 2015. I was taking a break from everything a lot a lot of different things had happened over the past handful of years of my life sort of you know a lot of personal loss and you know people people passing people leaving people getting sick it was nice to take those six months to heal myself and sort of reflect on things i have a small studio at home and you know just get up in the morning and go to work probably wrote 50 songs worth of music and you know had a lot of words to work with. I had a couple songs that I thought this could be a single, this one will be great to play live, but I was missing the opener. Voices in my head came to me maybe four months into writing, so it would probably been early May of 2015. It could talk about schizophrenia, it could talk about your conscience, it could talk about anything. I was like, wow, that's a good title. Where do I put this title? Oh, I should put it as the first line of every verse because this song technically doesn't have a chorus. So I'm reinforcing in all three verses this idea of voices in my head. Probably took a half hour Mm -hmm. to come up with all the words because it was so clear. Oh, here's the capsule. Take the pill and then we're jumping in. You know, if it was a play, this is the soliloquy. This is how I set the stage for what's to come. Think about the beginning of Sgt. Pepper. You know, beyond the differences in the song, the sentiment is the same. Welcome to the show. Here's what we're talking about. You mentioned at the beginning of the interview you were thinking about 70s confessional-style songwriters was the term you used. Yeah. What would be some examples of that? Things like James Taylor, Neil Young, Elton John, you know, even things like Shannon by Henry Gross. Remember that one? Nope. Shannon is gonna... It's the song, what was it about, one of the Beach Boys' dog died and Casey Kasem and the dedication and all that? <laughs> there's, a, there's an Easter egg for everyone. They're 
loping, they're at that tempo. It's easy to manipulate the vocals inside of it. You know, like when we play it live, it's easy to change the vocal line and drag things backwards and forwards to make a point. You know, stuff like that. I really love that little guitar figure at the beginning. And uh-huh. I don't know if it's a wah pedal or something else, but there's kind of this like psyche almost yeah. like curve to it that kind of caught me off guard. What I've done is I've taken two of the last three bars of the guitar solo, I've chopped, I've split it in the middle and flipped it. You hear them in reversed order, not backwards, but a previous bar and then a bar. So when it passes by in the song, you don't really recognize it until you hear this interview. The guitar solo sounds like it's, you know, like a second Queen album or something. I don't ever play guitar solos like that because I didn't learn to play guitar to the to that kind of music. You know, I mean, I learned, you know, self-taught sort of learning from, you know, heavy metal or the Ramones. So I never learned those very, you know, flowing, articulated, triumphant solos that, you know, do those you know, I don't, that's not my style normally. So. You can sing them pretty well, though. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so in case I break a string. I don't want to mess this up, so I'm just looking at my notes. The last line of the song is, I listen to myself. I decide to listen to I myself. I decide, excuse me, I decide to listen to yeah, myself. Yeah, with the idea being that you've been listening to these voices over and over and over for how many you know minutes in a song and how much time in, the, in a theoretical chunk of time. And you say, that's enough. I've had enough of this. I've had enough of thinking about loss. I've had enough of thinking about... But, like I said, the rest of the record definitely fills out the story. Thanks so much for coming in. I really, really appreciate it. Thanks, and Max. it's uh, it's been a real pleasure to chat with you. Cool, cool. Thanks.